in case you missed it on Newsbreak. So let's introduce Dr. Sandile Shabalala. He's the HOD of KZN Health uh, in the province and he's going to be talking to us about the situation and Northdale there. Dr. Shabalala, thanks for your time. We appreciate you making the time. I know you've got an engagement going on right now. Yes, I've got an engagement. Actually, I'm in, I'm in Northdale itself and I'm, I'm speaking to the management there. Um, the management that we've put up... Uh, from the office and we just giving them some matching orders so I had to sit with them. So and talk to me about that. We know that two senior officials at the hospital have been suspended following the death of Sibusiso Kumalo. You saying marching orders now, what's the latest? No, no, what what the latest is that you remember that this started with the, the structure that was not pleasing to myself, to the MEC, to the Premier and also to the Minister. That uh, structure has been demolished. A new structure is now up, and by end of today, that structure will be starting to work. It doesn't mean uh, that patients are not being seen. They are seen in a different structure, but we have created an even bigger setting for patients to be seen. And we will be having more plans, which we have to follow processes, remember, both at FCM and head office in the district. So we, we have um, other plans that we've made for the department. In terms of management, yes, we've suspended people, but also we've um, selected a few people who are going to act, and these are the people I was giving matching orders as to what do I want in the hospital, how do I want them to run the hospital, yeah. and what the reports I, I need from them. Dr. Shabalala, too little, too late, one may argue. I mean, you have taken off that, that structure, put up a new one, but this the sort of sad reality is that a life has been lost there. So the question then becomes, what sort of oversight was there for that initial structure? Let, let me start, when you go to that one, let me start by sending our condolences to, to the Kumalo family. Uh, but in the same breath mention, the, uh, Mr. Kumalo did not die in the uh, temporary structure. Mr. Kumalo died in the um, PUI ward. We remember that we promised that we're going to institute investigations, and we've done those investigations, Two reports that I wanted have already reached me, and uh, one of those reports has formally reached the MEC. She is studying the report and will be engaging with myself in the afternoon today. And uh, that is among other reasons why we have taken some decisions to say what we did before we even got the reports of suspending people who are continuing with, but... To say it's too little, too late, I don't think it is the case. Yes, we the, the management that was there did not do as we expected, and we think we, we are progressing more than anything. So, and, and again, again, the point is, you say management didn't do as expected. What are the guidelines then? Because we were hearing from Minister earlier, and he said that, you know, one may repurpose structures, may even set up tents, but they have to be compliant with health standards. You say this particular um, management team did not. So my question then becomes, what sort, of, what sort of guidelines do you provide them to ensure that all these makeshift field hospitals actually comply with the national standard of health? There are standards that are set in our country that speak to um, buildings that can be used for, for servicing the people of our country. The quality of which 
is very important. But also compliance with those standards is very, very critical and very key. So anybody who then sets up anything should go according to those standards. In fact, one of the reasons we've delayed in setting up the the, the temporary structure that we have set up now is because we've been arguing to say when we set up even a temporary structure, it must comply with those standards that are set for us. And um, we, we are asking them, the, the past management or the suspended management, why is it that they do not even move closer to these uh, standards? And we felt uh, it was really um, something that they could have done, and hence we suspended them. Yeah. And I think now then, going forward, uh, how then will you be maintaining a sort of oversight role? Because while you do have a guideline, it's clear that a lot of the officials are not adhering to them, which is why you have this particular case on your hands. Um, what are these sort of oversight mechanisms that are going to be put in place? Because surely you need that. Can, can, you, can you repeat the question? What are these? Yeah, I'm asking what sort of oversight mechanisms are going to be in place now? Because it seems that while you may have guidelines in place, it seems as if it falls to the cracks sometimes. So how do you ensure that that doesn't happen and no more lives are lost? In, in the meeting that you, to, you took me out of, I am having the management, the acting management of the institution. I am having the leadership from the district office. I am also having the managers from head office who are going to be directly uh, supervising this. And I will be getting reports as and when I want them. But also... I, I, I generally will be going to uh, more, even more other institutions to check on whether things are going well. I already have received reports uh, about other um, uh, fever clinics in all the hospitals in the province. It's a report that came to my table yesterday night, so I'm going to be looking at that. And then as a person, as the HOT, I'll be going to check on these structures if there is a need for any change we will do those changes as well. But we're going to be closely monitoring this hospital and other hospitals because we don't want this to be repeated in another institution. Dr. Shabalala, what's coming through on my WhatsApp line here is that many say there's a sense of apathy where doctors and nurses and staff um, treat patients, you know, as if the word was used here was alien. Um, and, you know, there's a sort of disregard for them. I do know it's a heightened time with regard to COVID-19. More and more cases, more and more testing. The healthcare system is burdened. It's always ever going to be. Are you addressing that particular issue of how to approach patients and to really take a bit more of a um, you know, focused approach to work? Because many are saying that that's not happening. We, we are addressing a lot of other things. Remember, we are talking of nurses, doctors and other clinical staff who themselves are human beings and they have their own fears in terms of it being infected by the virus. Now, when we are told that they are treating people as aliens, some people have said that we don't even see the nurses that are treating us because they are so much clad in this uh, uh, personal protective clothing that we cannot see them. But the reality of the matter, that is how we want them to, 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 to wear so that they as staff are protected, but also protecting the very same uh, patients from these um, nurses and doctors of ours who themselves may be infected. So that is one fact that we must communicate to the community and to our staff that it is important to wear the PPE correctly and at all times. That's the first part. The second part is that 
the staff attitude is something that um, has been an issue for some time. We are dealing with it on a continuous basis where there is a need to discipline our staff. We do that. We also are engaging with the unions um, beyond the IMLC meetings. There are monthly meetings that I hold with um, unions. MEC also does hold meetings with the unions from time to time. In fact, in the case of North Bay, we've had the last meeting on Thursday with the leadership of Nehau at provincial level, at district level, and at branch level. So we, we are going to continue those engagements where there is a need to then act on some of the staff or advise or assist. We will be doing that. Mm. Actually, I know, you, I know you need to get back to that engagement, but take me into your confidence if you can. What are some of the preliminary findings with regard to the um, you know, non-compliance of that structure that led to the man passing away? The preliminary findings are that there could have been better management of the situation uh, from the management. There could have been things done differently and um, the structure could have been a different structure. But we then have said... Let's go deeper into what does that mean at a personal level. But that then means we must start to involve the labor relations. And uh, as we involve labor relations, we are going to be personal on asking questions. So this is a preliminary report, after which we are going to delve deeper, and we will give you better results when the teams that are investigating give us even more. Actually, as you leave us now, a final question for you. KwaZulu Natal, you know, really being expected to reach its peak within the coming months, uh, sorry, coming weeks, as the virus, you know, reaches its uh, sort of climax here. Um, I mean, you know, what is the plan going forward, specifically with a lot of these makeshift facilities now? Many telling us they're scared to go through to them, even if it's just a fever clinic. Um, are you intensifying your efforts, taking this latest incident into account to ensure that the public is safeguarded in these sorts of makeshift facilities? We, we, are, not, we are not taking that stance now of intensification. We took a decision long ago to say our communication to our staff, our communication to government workers in general, our communication to the community is intensified in terms of us understanding the disease and the management of the disease, but also in terms of people managing themselves for other diseases that they may be sick with. Remember, some people who have passed on because of a coronavirus had their own comorbidities, hypertension, diabetes, and other diseases. So we are continuing to speak to people around that. But beyond that, we have already screened more than 10 million people in our province for the coronavirus. And we are continuing to do that screening, and we are asking the community to work with us along those lines. The precautions that must be adhered to or complied with by the community in terms of the wearing of the masks in terms of uh, washing of the hands, in terms of social distancing and all that, we still are going to be intensifying our message around that. And the um, minister actually started to do that. Premier has done that. MEC has done that. We will continue to preach that gospel. We are also continuing to ask the people that are on self-isolation to comply with the regulations. We have found people on self-isolation saying, I'm in self-isolation, but if I want to go to the mall, I will go to the mall. We have seen people sitting in taxis and not wearing masks. 
So that is the contribution that we expect from the community. And we are then seeing, as we do our part, let the community partner with us so that we then are able to, to defeat a coronavirus. Or even if we take longer to have even a, a surge, let it be a surge that is not as high as uh, it is expected, but that will depend on how all of us behave and manage ourselves and manage the diseases. That is why also you are saying it was correct that uh, the government closes on the issue of alcohol because that had its own impact on how we were managing the disease. So, but on the same breath, I must also be thanking our staff who are very afraid themselves being people, some of them having been infected, some of them having passed on, and we really uh, say that they may also rest in peace and we are going to continue fighting on. Dr. Sandile Shabalala, HOD for KZN Health, I thank you for your time. I know you're at Northdale there and you are, uh, you know, into... Uh, involved in meetings addressing the situation. Thank you for making the time for us here at Newsbreak and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Let's, let's, let's just say again to our staff, particularly our women who are our mothers and sisters and who mostly are the high in terms of numbers in our department. Uh, may they enjoy their month. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate your time there. Well, Dr. Sandile Shabdala, I have to say I'm grateful that you know he stepped out of that Northdale meeting to talk to us at the, the, that was particularly kind. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.